Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special episode of the Posting Pints podcast. My name is Matt. Um, I'm going to be actually be leading this one from here. Justin is not going to be with us on this one. We're specifically going to be talking about coronavirus and how it's affecting a world soccer. Um, definitely along each league, we have Kyle, who's going to be giving us insight along Syria. Uh, Alex, who's going to be giving us insight along La Liga. Dre, who's going to be giving us insight along the Bundesliga. I will be giving help at least along the lines of what the Premier League is doing, as well as we are going to finish up with the MLS and their start for at least defending the coronavirus. Uh, welcome, everyone. It's a pleasure to be sitting with all of you again today. Um, Thank you. Hey, that's that's what we're here for. I, I, I'm sitting here drinking my coronavirus vaccine. I was actually you, you, so, you, you beat know, me to I it. That, right? I get it. I get I get Justin's not here, and I get we're going a little off script. I get we're going Bill O'Reilly. We're gonna do it live. We're gonna do it live. Myself here. I am drinking. It's lucky enough. Uh, Kyle had some still in the fridge. Good old Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh, good uh, God. You can't you can't go what's wrong with some Pabst Blue Ribbon. The beer of choice. The beer of champions. I'll give you credit where credit's due. You're sitting in the parking lot. There's one person's drinking PBR and it's not me. <laughs> For once. I, look, I am shook. I look at it like this. When you sit in Columbus the parking lot... will be proud. I'm drinking Founders. So yeah. when you're sitting in the parking lot tailgating four or five hours before a game, you don't go for a beer that's heavy and thick and IPA. You don't do that because you'll be throwing up PBR. You can't go wrong. I forgot to bring an extra craft beer with me. So PBR is what it is. I think you kind of mentioned what you're drinking, Kyle. What are you drinking? Founders All Day IPA. All day, 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 day. All day, 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 day. Does it work all day? Could you, in fact, drink that? It actually works for longer than the day. Really? It's the extra strength stuff. Just like just like Dre's Corona Extra? It's almost kind of like NyQuil. Extra. It works all night. Extra. It works all night. Dude, listen. This is a coronavirus COVID-19 episode. <laughs> I gotta drink the Corona Extra. It's a vaccine, you know. I'm, I'm vaccinating myself um, against the, the coronavirus. The thing is, Lyme disease isn't going rampant, so I didn't bring the Lyme, you know. Because uh, Lyme disease sucks is without Lyme. And <laughs> Alex, Alex, I see you're finishing off yet another bottle of good old Jameson. So um, this this podcast started way heavily on my wallet. I want you to know, <laughs> Jameson's not cheap. No one. And it's cutting into my work life. It's cutting into my social life. <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking too much Jameson. Drink responsibly. I'm, drink, I'm not complaiming. I'm actually kidding. A this, friend, this is great. A friendly reminder to drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Just, just. I, I really. You know what it is? It's that Matt every day walks in. He 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 holds me up at gunpoint. He's like, you know, you have to drink Jameson on this podcast, right? And uh, I'll whip out a PBR. Nope. Right back in the fridge. That's a lot. I'm gonna pull. <laughs> Listen, I don't need people I'm knowing gonna, I have a drinking problem. Right? I'm, I'm gonna blame this on Matt. I'm gonna pull out Trump hands right now. Trump hands. Baby hands. Trump hands. I'm pulling out Trump baby hands oh right my now. God, those are tiny. Fake news, media, corruption, false lies. <laughs> Which is a good segue. Coronavirus, China. China. Huge. Huge. Huge problem. Huge. huge. Right, it's a huge it problem in China. We got to take care and of it. We really do. And we're going to have Canada build the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go home. <laughs> you are home. I need an adult. So as we're talking about coronavirus, every single day is getting a little bit more and more serious and it just seems to not go away. So something that we definitely want to bring up, I mean... 
we see it at home and when you're listening to this podcast we have friends and family who every single day are letting us know that their jobs are telling them to go home their jobs are telling them to stay home to st- to stop being in contact with other human beings it's a very serious thing um a lot of people have a lot of different like you know they have a lot of different thoughts and ideas on coronavirus you know a lot of, there's a lot of people who are just sitting here blaming people you can't blame people when it's something like this this is just something as a society we have to deal with um Kyle I'm going to actually start it off with you it seems it, it, not. okay so no that's fine all right so I mean, at least in Italy Italy seems to be the ones who are as far as Europe goes they're they're getting they're getting hit the absolute worst. And shout out to my fiance and I who booked a honeymoon to Italy this summer. Think of how empty it'll be. It'll Sounds be like a fun. one-way ticket, man. You ain't coming back. I was about to say. I think. I, I think that hey, the listen, episode. If you, if you want to have a two weeks off work, you go to Italy. You come back. You got two weeks off work, bro. Yeah, yeah but what? Yeah, but what? Yeah, but what happens when you own your own business? I can't just take off of you know. Call your dad in the morning. Hey, I'm calling out. So everybody listening, if. Uh... I'm just saying, if Matt actually does come home with a, an extra AS Roma scarf, it's a, I'm willing to take that risk. <laughs> I, I, first of all, when I go to Italy, because my fiance, coronavirus be damned, my fiance is sitting here going, yeah, I don't. We're still going to Italy. <laughs> so like when I come home Persistent. with all this, so when I come home with all this European merch, I, I feel like my friends and family are gonna sit here and go, it's a risk I'm willing to take. Dude, there's nothing a little white salt can't kill. All just, right. just, I'll just sit here. Take the scarf, though, take right? the, the scarf, washer. Take the jersey, whatever it is. I just can't wait. Good for, to go, baby. I can't wait for Kyle. I'm gonna hand Kyle his Roma scarf, and Kyle's gonna be like, "Thank you so much for getting me a Roma scarf." Kyle's not in the wash. Kyle's not gonna care. Kyle's gonna be like, "This looks great." Poof, right around his neck. Kyle, you're gonna kill a whole can of life. So, yep. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Corona. <laughs> Corona. And then right. right before he's gonna squeeze a little lime on top of it. Of course. But uh, yeah, they're getting hit the worst. Um, we've seen games be postponed, affecting a lot of the top three race. Uh, Inter dropped two games. Uh, the the Juventus game was replayed. Juventus won that game, and not a close game. And you have to wonder if games didn't get postponed, would things have turned out differently? But uh, we're not here to talk soccer. Soccer. So um, Italy went from postponing games in affected areas to every game's going to be played behind a closed stadium until April 3rd. And now I believe in the last week it's been moved up to we're just canceled until April 3rd. I mean, the whole nation is literally on lockdown. Like, yeah, all jobs, everything. Yeah. Italy is on full, People day two, no full on lockdown. People aren't going to work. I believe the uh, the government, Italian government just announced that uh, they were ceasing mortgage payments That's to try and alleviate, insane. like, pockets and get the economy trying to go again. Yeah. It's just not, it's not good. It's not a, not a good really scene not. at all. I was about to say, I'm literally telling you right now, like, we did our honeymoon to Italy through a travel agent and our travel agent literally said like if the CDC turns around the month prior to when we're supposed to go so we're supposed to leave in July they literally said in June at any point in June if the CDC continue to hold the, the ban that ceases travel into the EU so I believe even Trump called well, is that say, literally that? as we were recording episode 4 the, Trump called no, e, no travel to EU so the thing about it is if that holds into June 
we're able to get our money back. But the problem is, it's like right now, our like what's nice enough, the travel agent we're using, he's really, really nice. But at the same time, it's just the, the problem we have here is they're thinking magically it's going to go away. I'm personally under the mindset where, like, I don't care if it goes away. I don't know if I want to travel to Italy right now. Like, like <laughs> I'm, I, I mean, you have some time. Let's I have some time. Don't get me wrong, but up. I don't get me wrong. But like the one, I'm the, I'm scared out of my mind I because I, I get it's in July, but the last thing I want is to go the second like, oh, it's now finally starting to clear up. Businesses are still going to be closed. It's not going to be the Italy that you're paying all this money for. And there's a lot of things that, like, I'm expected to do in Italy that I'm not going to be able to do in Italy. And you see the things that, like, all these players are going through in Italy. I mean, Kyle, what else? Do you have anything else to add on? Um, Soccer-wise, no. It's just we're shut down until April, and hopefully something gets figured out. But I think that's... That's the majority of my problem with uh, what's going on, the coverage of it from international, especially here in America. We're just talking about the mass hysteria and somehow now that we're shitting ourselves to death and buying all the toilet paper. I don't get it. But like... (laughs) Because magic, magically, this is the time where people are like, wow, I'm going to go to the bathroom more now than ever. Yeah. But we as a people, we're feeding into the hysteria. And all the coverage you're hearing about this is feeding into the hysteria. How about we hear from government officials? We hear from scientists, scientists. who are, how is developing a vaccine going? What are we doing? What steps are we taking? Instead of just feeding into hysteria. No, we need Lysol and we need to steal masks from hospitals. What we need to do. What do you got, Alex? I mean, I was about to say, Alex, I mean, we, we have... La Liga, neighbors. I mean, we're pretty much in the same boat as Italy over here. Schools have been shut down already. I think any gathering of over 1,000 people completely canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, the club CEO already came out. Oscar came out and announced that the FC Barcelona Championship League clash with Napoli on March 18th is going to be played behind closed doors. And let's, there's a travel ban. There's a travel ban. So, like, you even know if these players can get in and out. They can get to their appropriate places, so... It's not looking good. Yeah, <laughs> it's really I mean, not. dude, all all of Europe's really struggling right now. I was just looking into the Bundesliga, and we don't have a situation like Italy where all matches through April third or or whatever are canceled. Yeah, but it's football. but it's a matter of time at this. Point. Yeah, it's it really honestly is. So I can only speak of what I know up until today. Up until today. The Bundesliga recently had its first ever match played behind closed doors, and that was the makeup of Match Day 21 between Gladbach and Cologne. That was played literally today, like earlier today as we record this, on March 11th. And that was the first ever match behind closed doors. Then we, going forward, um, most Europa League matches, which we have on Thursday, and then this weekend's Match Day, I think there are eight matches between 16 teams that are going to be behind closed doors. That's insane. Most of the month of March is behind closed doors. As of right now, as far out in the head that the Bundesliga has said, is that April 11th through 13th, that match day, that the second week of April, uh, the weekend, there's one match scheduled to be behind closed doors, and that's Hertha Berlin versus, I think, Augsburg. So that's, you know, not every single match in Germany. It's not hit every single part of Germany or every single match in Germany like it has in Italy. But a bunch of matches for the entirety of the month of March are behind closed doors. I think it's the right move in terms of you know limiting thousands and thousands of people, and and, and Germany more so than any other country averages about forty five thousand people per game. So like we, we have the highest average attendance in Europe. So that definitely is a big factor. But 
the one thing that I've that we've seen in Germany that we haven't seen anywhere else just yet is that a player in Hanover '96 in the second Bundesliga was actually confirmed to have the COVID-19 virus. Well, so was, there's a defender from Juventus yeah. today as well yeah. actually came okay. out and actually, yeah. so dude, I, first I of all, that. The, the scariest thing, I know none of us really talk about the French league, but there was a thing yesterday that Kellen Mbappe, who, he tested negative though. He did test negative, but you want to talk about a world scare after Messi and Ronaldo, like Kellen Mbappe is going to be one of the future faces yeah. of soccer. If he turned around and had this virus and it affected his gameplay or if it affected the French League at all, like you're looking at absolutely a that that's a world changing. Like it takes one person. Like and I'm not saying it takes away from anyone else who already has it, but when like not saying it's gonna happen. If Ronaldo or Messi or Neymar no, one of these knock on wood. One I'm of these... pretty sure the man bun defends against COVID nineteen. Okay, thank God, thank God I'm growing, thank God I'm growing out my hair <laughs> for the man bun so that like I can go into places and like be like I'm gonna it's be for, okay, it's guys. For the wedding, right? Uh, guys, yeah, well, you'll have it for Italy, so you'll be fine. There you go. You'll have it for your honeymoon. You know, my fiance literally, she's like, you can Matt's be... side, <laughs> man bun. You could do. You realize I had my hair in a man bun at one point. The top of my head that was, was at, like weird. It was weird. It was really. Weird. It was. I, I don't remember that. Moving, moving along, um, so apparently I just learned that Italy had a case too. But uh, yeah, the, the, the Hanover player was confirmed to have a case of COVID-19. Luckily, since he contracted it, he has not met with any of his teammates. And as a precautionary measure, they are testing the entire coaching staff and team and trainers. But it looks like he did not pass it on to any of them. So he is self-quarantining for about two weeks. And then we'll go from there. But yeah, that, that that's the first case I heard of. And apparently Kyle said there's another case where there actually we have some soccer players starting to get COVID-19. Talk about the scare. Like, think about that you're a teammate of, like, someone who is going through the test or you're going through, like, you don't want to be selfish and you don't want to think, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get, like, I'm going to get sick and stuff like that. But you got to think to yourself, like, this is scary, yeah. man. Here, here's the thing, though. My, my point in this is that if you're a soccer player, especially the top level in, in European leagues, you're probably between the ages of 20 and 40. You probably have a good immune system. COVID-19 is in the same... The coronavirus is in the same family as the flu and the cold. The symptoms are pretty much similar. And if you are not immunocompromised or elderly or very young like a child, you're most likely going to be okay. But you should still quarantine so that it doesn't spread. But in terms of the effects on yourself as a 20 or 30-year-old, there's a very, very high level of surviving the virus. Most of the cases of death and coronavirus of COVID-19 are amongst the elderly immunocompromised. So, you know, hopefully these players uh, that are pretty healthy are going to be okay. And that's the scary part, you know, like uh, you or me get it. It's probably not going to be a big deal. We're going to have the flu for three weeks, but you yeah. know, you bring it home to grandma and then... That's well, the issue. That's, well, that's, 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 that's what everyone's scared about. That's, that's the problem. But that's the scary part. Because we don't have a vaccine. That's what makes it scarier. You know? and, like, and, and, but at the same time, it's a serious deal and we should be taking this seriously. But on the other hand, I, like I said before, I don't agree with buying into mass hysteria. Right. Like, we should be talking about 100%. it. We should be taking precautions. However, the flu killed something like 40,000 people last year. Are we playing games behind closed stadiums every winter because right. people have the flu? I just don't like wash your hands. 
Wash your, wash, your your wash, your wash your ass. Wash your ass. Wash your ass. But this is so, so today at work. So today at work, I actually was talking with a fellow coworker, and they're like, "Yes, um, so far in the United States, uh, the coronavirus has taken twenty-two lives." But this year alone, since the coronavirus has started becoming a thing, at least with social media and media in itself, they were talking about how 22 lives have been taken away. And that shouldn't, again, that you're very upset about that. Since that time period, 45,000 people have been taken away. 4,500, not 45,000, 4,500 have been taken away from the flu. Right. And it's just like, that. that's the thing, it's just like, a lot of people are like, should we be taking this seriously? I just think it's something different that we're not we're not used to. Like every single winter, we're used to the flu. Doesn't mean it's anything we're serious. If you get the flu, you got to take precautions. Everyone's scared of the unknown. Yeah. But that, but, right. And that's exactly it. it. It's scared of the unknown. And back to what Kyle's saying, it's just it's people are buying into mass hysteria. They're they're reading every single article on Facebook. They're seeing the pictures Stop. of sold out. Stop. Stop. Shelves everywhere. No, hon. no, seriously. Anyone who's listening to this, if you get your coronavirus update because of Facebook. I need you to delete your social media. I really need you to because that's the reality because of it. You're 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 literally hurting. Like I see people who share things from the Onion and think it's like an actual legitimate source, and I bash my it's, head. It's not. I'm gonna bash my head <laughs> into your coffee table right now. Yeah, if you're the if, Onion is a reliable if source. If you're one you know? of these people, like Just you kidding. hear reports of Corona, the beer their stocks are taking a hit and they're losing money strictly because their name are Corona. If you're somebody that's seriously buying into this and like literally not buying something you buy because the name is Corona, you might want to take an IQ test and seriously consider just or you might want to take choice. a long walk off a short pier. Yeah, just just end it. <laughs> seriously. There's a nice bridge across the street. Go walk off of it. Yeah. So before we jump into the MLS, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Premier League. And honestly, I'm a little upset with how the Premier League has taken precautions. If you listen to our episode four, I dove into what upsets me this week is the English FA. They dove in to combat what's going on currently right now you know, with the coronavirus, they don't want people touching each other. And, of course, in a sporting event, no one ever touched anyone. They turned around and they said that you are not allowed to shake hands with your opponent pregame. I think when I saw that, I thought it was a joke. I actually... Only pregame. Well, that's but post game. We but can you're, you're, we no, can you're, you're allowed. We can, you're allowed to. You you're allowed to tackle them during the game. Yep. Grab yeah, their yeah. jerseys during the game. No. Pull them down. Spit on them. Doesn't matter. No, you, you can don't pull touch a, my You can pull a Suarez. Bite the motherfucker's ear. Don't shake hands. Don't, don't shake, shake hands. hands. But that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, and, and I think the funniest thing by far. I forget what the. Oh yeah. So the first game of the first week was, if I'm not mistaken, it was Liverpool versus Bournemouth, and the. You literally have these teams. So before the game, you walk across after the anthem. You you know you you do the whole slap hands thing, and you do that as a respect. You're respecting mm -hmm. your opponent. They didn't do that. They literally walked across each other and just head nodded. Okay, this is how it is. I woke up this this last Saturday morning and I woke up at seven a.m. like I always do to watch the first Premier League game, and I'm and I'm watching. I'm like, oh, that's that's weird. It's different. It's weird. But you know what? That's good. They're not touching each other. That's the whole point. And then 90 minutes later, 90 minutes of gameplay letter, they're taking off jerseys, full of sweat, <laughs> full of sweat, handing them, doing jersey exchange with opponent. They're shaking hands. Yep. They're hugging. 
They're talking with each other. They're I'm talking within inches of each other. The whole point of the coronavirus is you're not supposed to be within three feet of another human being. Six feet. Six feet. I'm sorry. I'm being corrected on the spot. Six feet, yeah. So you sit here and you're just like, the English FA, I... I, I I think we can all disagree with that. Decision, it was it was honestly. only it, it, it makes no sense. It was only today. So today we're actually recording this. We're recording it after episode four. We're recording right now where today, um, Manchester City versus Arsenal, which is actually going to be um, played on Thursday, which was expected to play tomorrow. That game got canceled. So that game is getting canceled due to the fact of coronavirus outbreak, and they're just taking a precaution. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the game is in... Are they still playing it this week? No, they're that no. that game's going to get postponed. There goes my double match week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that sucks. Well, that's just... I mean, it, it, that, I had De Bruyne anyway. He wasn't playing. Well, I was about to say, I also, I also too, had De Bruyne, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the Manchester United fan who they won 2-0 on the Manchester yeah. Derby... Yeah. How about Scotty McSauce? But that's a separate but, um, topic for another time. But I think as far as Madden Premier League goes... Uh, Liverpool's coach, Jurgen Klopp, really hit the nail on the head. I mean, we're sitting here talking to you about the repercussions of soccer, and that's not to sound like we don't care, we don't think it's a big deal, or soccer is overly a big deal. It's just we're a soccer podcast. That's what we're talking about. But this is such. This goes beyond soccer. Whether or not soccer or football, whatever you want to call it, is played is the biggest non-issue you could talk about here. No, I, I 100% agree. Jurgen Klopp really dived in, um, so someone today for the Atletico Madrid Liverpool game uh, before the game they talked about how like um, someone in the media asked Jurgen Klopp about coronavirus and he turned around and he literally he actually said in an interview again this isn't like completely quoted I know I'm gonna like kind of misconstrue exactly almost what he's saying quoted. almost quoted paraphrase, I, think that's, a I am paraphrasing what he's saying he says that soccer is not bigger than life. Soccer is not bigger than the human race. The human race, like, you have people, like, the best part about it is, yes, they have no stadiums and stuff like that, but you still have journalists and people of the media traveling from country to country to country to country covering this stuff. Mm -hmm. There are people in the media who are getting sick, and you're going to meet a very good point on how, like, football should just be shut down for a little bit like if that's for the benefit of the human race then so be it soccer is not bigger than the human You're race right. he's right he's and he's right. he's 100% I've been screaming it from the rooftops ever since before this even becomes a thing there should be no more MLS games I really think I think this entire week week three for the next two to three weeks should just be just Nope, sorry, they're going to be rescheduled. I get it, it sucks, and I get big business is going to lose money at the end run. But you know what? We're humans. Soccer soccer is just a luxury that we get to appreciate every single weekend or weekday, depending on where you are, depending on when the games are. It's a luxury. This isn't a way of life. This is something that we get to enjoy, but at the same time, you have to remember those 11 players who are on the field, the 11 players who are representing their team, and then the 18 players that they carry throughout each game. That's just their job. And it's the same thing as you and I when we go to work every single day. Most of actually the people in this room, like myself, my fiance is a teacher. Alex's girlfriend is a teacher. Dre's girlfriend is a teacher. Like, for us, it's extremely scary. Like, seeing them go every single day to work 
And I mean, personally, with me, I tell my fiance every single day, like, I always tell her, like, when wash she gets ass. to work, wash I tell your hands and wash your ass. ass. <laughs> wash your ass. Red Fox said so. I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I, in fact, do not tell my fiance to wash her ass. Well, that's why you're going to get hit with Corona first. <laughs> <laughs> I need an adult. Uh, this podcast could go one of two ways, and I'm not going that direction. No, but uh, overall, it, it's one of those things that it, it scares me, and I know it scares you too as well. What, what because, like, every single day my fiance gets to work, I always. I mean, no, it's real. You know what exactly. I mean? I, I always. Not, well, I, there's, there's I tell two her. Cases in our current. I was about town. to say. So like, we're not going to mention our exact current town, but our current town today, all the school system got shut down because of Corona, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a case that got found in our town and in a neighboring town literally 15 minutes away so yeah it's it's scary so but, it's uh, just it, it's one of those things where it's like at the end of the day like and dre was saying it before if you have a strong immune system you're gonna get through it you're gonna be okay but at the same time your parents your grandparents your you family just don't, you just don't know you know and nobody wants to get sick to and exactly no one wants to get sick no i first of all i i get the flu you can conquer the flu i still wouldn't wish the flu on anyone hell i wouldn't wish the common cold on anyone it's one of those things where i tell my fiance every single day she gets to work like we always like text each other like please get to work safely you know please drive safely because you know that's how much i love her but at the same time, I turn around, she gets to work, and we always like text each other when we get to uh, work, because I have multiple job sites that I work at. We always text each other, please be safe. Like, please be safe. Like, it, it's tough when you're in a place where you have multiple people, and you're dealing, especially with children, you're dealing with a lot of different things, and God bless children's immune systems are so strong. Uh, hell, there are kids that probably have the coronavirus that honestly don't even Not feel even it. Just their immune systems. I wish I was like, you ever like you ever watching somebody and their kid takes like a blood curdling fall that would break your hips, and they just get up and yeah. Eh. <laughs> you know what's the best part? You see the videos of like the kid licking the windows or licking doorknobs and the stuff door like that. Doorknob video. I've seen that ten times. Today. I'm telling you right now, that kid's fine. Oh yeah. yeah. Their yeah. mom, their parent is sick because the disease that the kid carried to the parent is what's killing them. But to move on and wrap up our coverage here in America, we brushed upon it with our own personal town. Uh, it's finally moving into America. MLS has announced that they will cancel a handful of week four matches already. Which is They've... so funny because like we're in week three. Yeah. They're gonna let the week three yeah. <laughs> and then week four. But I guess you know. uh, week four is when we're gonna remember, have the problem. Big business. You can go to time. MLS any of MLS's sites and see their official release on uh, the situation. It's okay. The Orlando City is not gonna cancel any games because you know they'll be fine. There's well, no no okay. hear... anyway. Well, Red Bull is already playing games behind closed doors. Yeah. So. yeah. That's not even funny, man. Like there's, you, there's a couple teams that'll be okay. Red Bull, Orlando, we'll, we'll be fine. And uh, as far as other other things in America too, you have uh, music festivals being uh, postponed or called off. So uh, like some of them without refunds. You have uh, the Atlanta Thrasher NHL. The Atlanta Thrashers, the NHL teams playing the rest of their seasons behind closed stadiums. L.A. County has issued warnings for the Lakers. And I, the know, the Atlanta, I didn't first know the Atlanta Thrashers were still first a team. All, first, of all, first of all, if you didn't get the joke there, the Atlanta Thrashers <laughs> organization has existed for like eight years, but they averaged the same attendance as the Phoenix Coyotes. But we're not going to yeah. talk yeah. about that. Yeah. We're specifically right now talking and about... The biggest thing that happened this week, though, is the Golden State Warriors now are playing behind closed doors. Yeah. San Francisco oh, yeah. is 
banned, like Alex said, with Spain. Mm-hmm. Over a thousand people banned. Yep. Yep. Any, any event so, over a thousand people. So, so this is my problem. So this is my one and only problem playing games behind closed doors. And honestly, if you have a comment or if you have something, please reach out to us on one of our social media pages because we really want to hear what you have to talk about. I personally have a massive problem playing games behind closed doors. The reason why is that game is still on TV. That game is still somewhere where you're going to get hundreds of people into the exact same place. Because you know, soccer fans or any sports fans, there's plenty of sports-specific bars in the United States of America. I'm using it as an example. It's just, you know, theoretically, but it's nothing like actually concrete. Manchester United plays in a stadium of 77,000 people. Let's say Manchester United turns around and they go, we're going to be playing all of our game behind closed doors. That's fine. You're trying not to get people together. I I get the whole concept. But do you believe 77,000 people are going to stay in their homes and watch this game? No. They're going to go to pubs, restaurants, bars. I know you want to cut me off, Trey. But they're going to go to places where the public is together. Because soccer, the beautiful thing about soccer, whether your team is a winning team, a losing team, an average team, it does not matter. The beautiful thing about soccer, the game of football, is you get to celebrate it with those around you. Those who have the same passion and energy as you do. Most of the time you team up and you go to a bar, you go to a restaurant, you go somewhere where there's a mass amount of you. So what is the difference between going to the game where it's 77,000 people or if it's 100 bars where there's 700 of you at each well, bar? Well, Matt, it's, the difference is it's 77,000 and 100 people in a pub are completely different things. But I get that. But the thing about it I have here is it's still, it's still, it's still a lot of people in one closed-off place. Well, and Dre was making a comment. It's still the league doing what they can do as opposed to... Yeah. Like, you know, say the league holds all these games and people get sick and then people say people die. That's on them. You yeah. know what I mean? They're it, doing it's, what they it's, can do. It's, it's not to, like, stop the, flow, the, the spread entirely. It's to slow down the rate at which it spreads. And, you know, 70, 50, 60,000 people all in the same place, there's a higher risk than multiple bars across the place. I get your sentiment, but... It's all about the rate of spread more so. Like, it's inevitable. It's going to spread. We, we know that. It's just the rate. If you can slow down the rate at which it spreads, that's already a victory. Well, and, and also, do you really think that all these bars and restaurants are going to stay open? Yeah. I think they're going to stay open as long as they can because you think about it. A lot of these bars right around, like, again, I'm, I'm just... already don't give for their food service workers. Not yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just giving... I'm just, How many times I'm, have, you, have you gone to a... Re- no matter where it is, how many times have you gone to a restaurant? You know your server has a cough or something. They don't get that. Doesn't that's a that's whole a non-issue. different discussion. I'm just I'm, <laughs> it's I'm, the same issue, just without an epidemic. Yeah. I'm just using it doesn't the, make it any less of an issue. I'm just using this as an example that, like, again, I'm using Manchester. I'm using Manchester United as an example. Again, they're not currently going through this because the English Premier League. Yes, they canceled. You know, yes. Big step, man. Um, the English Premier League canceled the Arsenal versus Manchester City game that's on Thursday, but you look at it, you gotta cancel. I'm someone along the lines of if there are no fans in the stands, like we've all we've all watched a couple of the Champions League games. We watched Atlanta versus play uh, play against Valencia. I get it. That was a banger of a game, a four three final. Wow, what a game! 
Was it not depressing to anyone else that there is not one yeah. fan yeah. in the stands? I'm someone who's sitting That's here who goes, but point. fans, what is it? Diego um, Atletico Madrid? Simone. Soccer without fans is not soccer. No, and that's the last thing I'm going to say. That's my final point. Um, EPL is just behind the curve. That's where Syria was a couple weeks ago. We were just canceling and playing arbit- random arbitrary games in closed stadiums because it was more affected areas over less affected areas, and we didn't make a stance across the whole league. That's just where Premier League is now. And as far as not having fans, I think... We're going to branch sports, and maybe some of you are baseball fans, maybe you're not. But anybody who remembers when the riots were going on in Baltimore, if you're a baseball fan in the Northeast, watching the Yankees play watching the Yankees play the Orioles to a closed stadium because nobody was allowed in the stadium, quite frankly, it was it was eerie. It was weird. It is. You can it's, hear, it's it, not it makes fun. It, it makes it weird for the players. You it, can yeah. hear every kick, fun, every pass, every, every call out. Every thud. The whistle blows and it echoes for 30 seconds. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's not very fun, eerie. it's necessary. Alright. So the big so the big thing, the last final thing that I, I'm, I'm going to chime in here is do you believe your league, so we're all talking about like our individual leagues here, we're not talking about like MLS right now at this current moment in time. Do you believe your league is doing everything correctly? Like, do you believe? And we're gonna go. We're gonna start with Kyle with the with Syria A, and then we're gonna work our way around. Do you believe your league is doing what's best for the people of that country? Football as a whole, yes. Syria is on hold until April third, at the very least, assuming things warm up. Um, the national team's also getting game cancellations and closed stadiums. It's not any different just because it's the national team. You know, it. Um, I believe they're handling it the best they can, and the government's handling the country the best they can. Alex and La Liga? Um, same. Honestly, like you said, soccer does not stand above humanity. It's, it's a sport. It's something we enjoy. I think they're going about this the right way. They should be playing matches behind closed doors or even canceling if it gets to the point where even players are getting sick. Schools are canceled, gatherings are canceled. It's we have a problem on our hand, and I think until we a have a cure or a solution for it, we should just kind of play behind closed doors or even cancel events if we need to. Like Dre, I will absolutely listen to the recommendations in the U.S. from the CDC, from the World Health Organization. Whatever they recommend are the proper steps to curb the spread is what I think the country should do. Germany, I think, generally has been doing pretty well as a nation in uh, curbing the spread of it. And if they recommend canceling games and the, and, the, and the German FA says that's the best option, canceling, postponing, empty stadiums, I, I support those decisions because at the end of the day, I don't need my club, Bayern, to win another goddamn title. I want the, the health of the people, the fans... And the, and the teams and the players uh, to shine above all of that. And that's where I sit, stand on that. Right. And then I'm going to finish it up with the Premier League. I think up until this point, like up until today, I think the English Premier League was dropping the ball. So the English Premier League being the number one when it comes to revenue, especially with the United States, the U.S., thrives on the Premier League. It really does. It embraces the Premier League a little bit more than it does any other league, at least on a marketing value. It mar- No, I mean, Dre's giving me the whole number two thing, but honestly, the Premier League does give 
the uh, the Premier League does at least on a broadcast standpoint. It's a little bit more broadcasted than a lot of other leagues. It, you know, their deal with NBC is is pretty massive, and a lot of people kind of flock towards that. And I think they were trying everything and anything in their power to keep it going as long as possible because of the money it does bring in. The problem you have here is is you can't think yourself above everyone else just because the money you bring in. And I think up until today. It was doing everything wrong. But they canceled the Arsenal versus Manchester City match. I have to assume before this upcoming weekend's games happen, there's going to be massive amounts of games either behind closed doors or they're going to cancel or games canceled. in general. I, I hope. I really hope they start canceling games in general. And honestly, I, I'm going to also roll that into the MLS in a second. But I really, really hope that games start getting canceled. You have to remember that these people are also human beings. Like, and, and that's the biggest thing. I, I really want the people who make these massive decisions of the FA, I really want them to think long and hard that these are human beings you're playing with. Like, I get it. I get it. You're in an office. You're in your own private suite where you're not affected in any way, shape, or form. But think about it. The gentleman who owns Olympiacos and Nottingham Forest got sick after traveling to the UK for the Wolves versus Olympiacos first leg of the Europa League. Think about that. Like, when owners are starting to get infected, that's when change is going to happen. Not when the players get sick, but when the fans get sick. To follow it up with the MLS... Well, it's also going to have a big healthcare talk, and we're going to, I think in America, we're going to see huge, huge healthcare talks and healthcare reform being pushed more and more after this we can all kind of see where situations happened and then all of a sudden it was being talked about and fixed. I think this is going to be one of those situations. I think, yeah. I mean, honestly, again, I, I'll let everyone speak for themselves. I'm someone who, over the next couple days, is waiting for all major league sporting events in the United States of America to be canceled. I expect it. I, 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 just, I honestly expect I, it. I just think, and I get it, for a lot of people, a marketing standpoint, and just a people standpoint, you have to remember... All of our lives suck in their own separate way, shape, or form, you know. And a lot of us reach out to sports. Whether it, Again, whether you're listening to us as a soccer fan or you're just listening to us because you're a friend of someone of this podcast. You use sports as an escape. I use sports as, a, as an escape. I, I, I'm someone who, like, after a really shitty, shitty week. Because my job really just gives it to me during the week. It really does. And I... Hard. And I'm someone who really thrives knowing the fact that I have Premier League on Saturday and Sunday mornings, and I have MLS on Saturday and Sunday nights. And you know what? My fiance may not like it, but I can get glued to my TV for 48 hours straight watching nothing but soccer. But at the end of the day, I also have to remember those are humans out on that field who yeah. they have yeah. themselves, they have themselves have families that they need to take care of. And you're seeing now players start to get sick. And this is a problem. I would, to finalize it up, to really just cut it dry, to be the final point to all of this, is I think everyone here agrees that if we none of us here would be surprised that if all sports across all countries were canceled because of this, you know, Pandemic. what is going on? It's, it's really what it is. I mean, does anyone have anything, like, argument-wise to that whatsoever? I, I, I think, yeah, we're all on the same page there. Uh, the one thing I want to end it on is, you know, 
if they end up playing everything behind closed doors, guess what? We're under quarantine for two weeks. We got sports to watch. They're behind closed doors. They're not getting sick. We're at home. We're not getting sick. They got something to watch at least while they're sitting at home under quarantine. So, and you know? if everything does get canceled, guys, we have FIFA. We'll just play FIFA. There you go. We'll just play some there games and make up our own soccer games here and there. Kyle, do you have anything to add? Nope. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I, I really appreciate everyone... Um, sticking around with us i know this is a special episode and i know the coronavirus is something extremely big and heavy that's laying on all of our hearts the biggest thing i want to reach out to is anyone who does have the coronavirus anyone who does have family members or someone they know who's affected by this we're praying for you we're hoping for you um just from afar don't come over my house the other thing is we want to reach out with any players who are out there who are experiencing the coronavirus there is the defender from juventus and there is the player from division two german football the biggest thing is is i just want everyone to be safe please everyone be safe that that's what we want at the end of the day at the end of the day this is a game this is a game we all get to appreciate love and enjoy i just I, I just want everyone to be safe once again if you have any questions if you have anything like a comment on this something you want to add or something that you want to bring in to our conversation by all means any one of our social medias are all wide open please reach out to us post and pints across all platforms we will respond to you we will bring you on it's something that we we really this is an open conversation please 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 but at the end of the day we really appreciate every single person reaching out to us um my name is matt i'm going to talk on behalf of kyle alex and dre thank you so much for joining us once again and guys we will see you next time thank you again wash your ass kids wash your ass see you soon. thank you for joining us on another episode of post and pints if you want to join in on the conversation or follow us on instagram facebook or twitter that's at post and pints podcast and remember the banter is free but the beer is not included Drink responsibly.